Trummor. Det är så kul för vi är ju väldigt olika där för det märks att du är väldigt så här gilla trummorna på det sättet. Jag spelar ju mest trummor på det här trummorna. Okej, så speaking of segways uh, alltså, <laughs> <laughs> I was saving a bad joke for quite a while. Uh, no, anyway, so we had a, we had a brief uh, technical issue but now we are back. Uh, yeah. Technical issue was that we ran out of beer. Yeah. Beer and, uh, and uh, space in the card. Space on the card. Space Brief on the SD card. intermission. Yeah, we're being very old school here with a Porta Studio yeah. for our voices. And uh, also, uh, we've also uh, had a bit of a drummer switch. Yeah. Yeah. We put Emil out here with us. Out of commission. In the common room. Yeah. And uh, we put Henrik in the hot seat. In the uncommon room. Yeah, in the driver's seat. I want to ask you drummers, should you mix drums in the driver's seat? Or audience, should uh, i.e. should the uh, floor tom be on the left or the right for a right-handed drummer in the mix? I always prefer to have the floor tom on the right and the higher toms on the left. Driver seat. Driver seat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm totally there with the driver seat. That's what I always yeah. do too. And yeah. I think uh, my drummer Peter pointed out that uh, in uh, I think it was a yeah on Book of Souls. Apparently, there's a floor tom on the left on the really? left side in the mix, but I don't know. It's my drummer that said this. He may have ideas, mm. but uh, I always mix drummers' um, drummers' perspective, driver seat. And I have, I think, I have experienced this with, that when you have lots of toms and they're panned, they're usually going to go from left to right and then sort of go back left again. And yeah. I think that's so weird. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. I'd like to ask Kevin. He's not on this episode, but I'd like to ask him how how he pans all of them toms. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those Nico toms. Because most of my drummers have been with this kit that we're with today, uh, which would be a, you call this a four-piece? Kick, snare, tom-tom. I think Mm. you got to talk closer to the mic, I think. Uh, He do what he's got to do, what he's got to do. Have you played any drums, Eric? I have not. I mean, I've I've hit I've hit things with sticks. I suck so bad at drums. Uh, I bought a kit when I was uh, 15. For my like home studio, mm-hmm. and uh, I was sitting there playing with my Peltor, like uh, <laughs> shooting range ear protection. <laughs> the kick sounded fat. The groove was there. Uh, push push record, and I listened back to it, and it's like the least groovy thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Never attempted drums again. But since. that doesn't matter if it's if you enjoy playing. That's the fun. Bit. Yeah, that's I it. agree. One hundred percent. If the joy yeah. is there, then yeah, you should yeah. be doing it. Yeah, that, that, that's a, exactly. That's, that's I'm a, a bit yeah. better today. I'm a bit better today. My method is I dance when I play drums. Yeah, that's my method because it has to become a holistic thing. I can't think like right hand, left hand, uh, left foot, right foot. You have to move your whole body. I think when you play. But that said, I'm st- I still suck at drums. It's just my favorite instrument or park of instruments, as we discussed before. I think it's just such an interesting instrument. I Definitely. studied the history of it quite a bit too, you know, from mm. the the hanging uh, snares and toms in a marching band yeah. type situation and how the drum kit was assembled and mm. the different ways you had a kick pedal in the beginning yeah. and all that. And Like I said before, Nico has connections way back to those original drummers, you know, the drum originators. Yeah. yeah. He's. Um, when did he start playing? 
well, Nico. Yeah, well, like, what's the first things you can hear by Nico? I've never really been I haven't into that. gone into his personal think, discography, but... Uh, I think it must be one of the... Streetwalkers? Streetwalkers, yeah, yeah. The, the first album. Yeah. And when was that? 70s. It's 73 or 4, I think. Mm. Because Nico is older than Steve. He's a bit older, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he's born in 52. Steve is born in 56, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Bruce is born in... 58. <laughs> when uh, black and white TV was all the rage. Oh, up, yeah. to, up to date. And when a man was a man. <laughs> <laughs> and so on. Yeah. Wow, that album, tough one for me. Tattooed Millionaire. Not a great album. No? Really? No. No, not a great album. But then he did Chemical Wedding. I like the song. Looking Born forward yeah, to yeah. Looking forward to that. Okay, that's yeah, the all. sound of... Uh, you want to do a warm-up? You want to do something? Yeah. No, no, no. I do I'm not going to do a warm-up because then I don't have any excuses. So Okay. No. <laughs> excuses are... Uh, They're useful. valid. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. So, um, we switched drummers. Um, did we do a segue? I just said that. No, I just said that. Speaking of segways. That's speaking all I of segways. <laughs> so, you will hear the stinger. And, and, then, I, and also, I, I think I did mention we switched drummers. That's right. That's so. right. Pre- previously, and a, f- a few minutes ago, as you heard, uh, we switched drummers. Actually, I need for for the early days episode. I need you to say previously on Maiden A to Z. Will we do it now? Yeah. Previously on Maiden A to Z. Previously on or Maiden would, A to Z. Or, or would you rather I did it separately so you don't have to look through this entire thing to edit that out for this Friday? I'll do it now. All right, I'll do it again. Previously on Maiden A to Z. Pretty good. And now the conclusion. Uh, and also to be continued. Mm. To be continued. On this episode of. On this episode of Maiden A to Z. Maiden A to Z. Maiden A to Z. What what am I saying? Did I I do it? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. Otherwise, you'll do it from home. Anyway, Henrik, welcome to the drum share. Yes. Thank you very much. And uh, what are we going to look at? That's a very good question. Should I attempt some things that you're going to guess where I, what I'm trying to portray? Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a good idea. Mm? Uh, I'm going to go a bit a bit away from the tradition of going from the beginning of the song and I'm just going to go straight into a part of it and cool, see cool. if there's anything and and also see if I can actually play it really yeah that should be enough yeah Sounded to me like uh, my life is so empty. Uh, nothing to ah, live for. Yep. Innocent Exile. Innocent Exile. Innocent Exile. Mm. One of my favorites. I, th- I think it's a really... What a groover. Groovy song. I like mm. it a lot. It is yeah. a groover. Yeah. That, here we go with a little bit of that hip-hop beat that I was talking about before. Yeah, a bit of yeah. it. Yeah, A little bit. Straight out of uh, East End. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight out of East End. <laughs> and, and there's also a reason I want, didn't want to do the intro thing there because it's really weird... I mean, he only does these hits uh, because you have the bass intro and then you have the guitars coming in and doing the hits. And it's not, uh, you know, as you would expect, bass drum and crash. It's actually snare and crash. Ah, Lars mm. Ulrich. Yeah. The forbidden uh, snare crash. <laughs> mm. yeah. But I think it works. It's, uh, and it, yeah, and it cool. does give it a different kind of flavor. So uh, yeah. yeah, Love this song. Yeah. Love Innocent Exile. It's, uh, it's a very overlooked song, I think. It's very killers. Yeah. The yeah. sentiment of killers. The, I said before when we did. Um, when we did. Drifter? Drifter. When we, became a, <laughs> when we did Drifter. When we became a drum circle. <laughs> when we did Drifter, I said that. Uh, RBF drum circle. 
Killers works as a <laughs> Killers works as a club gig. Yeah. The the album is like a club gig. You yeah. could play the entirety of Killers and you have a a good rocking show. Yeah. And Innocent Exile is right there in the middle. You know, you've picked up steam and you're just going ahead. It's a very this song is um doubtless yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have much doubt, doesn't have much second thoughts. Uh just hits that strong groove. And they're very 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of their most 70s sounding songs. It, and it's one of their oldest as well. I mean, it comes yeah. from a, a older song. So maybe that's why it hasn't been played a lot because to Steve, it was sort of like an old track that yeah. they brought back for Killers. So I don't know. Let's listen to that bit again. That was cool. Mm-hmm. To the, the, the verse, drum bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you played. Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Badass. That's awesome. And we hit another thing there mm-hmm. that needs to be discussed today. The football drumming. That kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have in later songs like No More Lies. Yeah. The super clear um, uh, accents. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think uh, snare long- and floor drum. Yeah. yeah. Longest day, I think has something to that account uh, similar anyway and uh, you know, it's it, that must be straight out of Steve, straight out of Compton, straight uh, yeah. out of East End. Yeah. I think it must be something like, that he wants accents there, and yeah, how do we do that? And they're yeah. always, uh, without putting them down, stupid. You know, uh, I'm I'm saying that with uh, with with high regard. Yeah, yeah, it's they're stupid. basic or yeah. you know, do you mean simple rather than stupid? Simple. I think stupid Much better, is, it yeah, sounds yeah. like way more of an insult. Eric is mm. good at. Um, Leveling my. I insult. am good yeah. English speaking. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> remove that entire thing. Good English. No, 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 no. That's what I accidentally did. Yeah, and that's what I didn't want to do. No, no. I mean, Eric is good for me to have around when, if I almost get into a debate uh, by mistake. Yeah. yeah, you're a good moderator. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, simple, not stupid. There you go. Simple, but uh, that that kind of thing is effective, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. All of the band on the same thing. Mm. Is there any instrument out of it? The lead guitar. Yeah. Isn't there a thing in um, uh, Mother of Mercy where there's like a digga digga and there's a lead guitar doing something else above, and then just the other everything else is following the the digga 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 digga. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, like, it's a common thing in, in Maiden, and I think they do it so well. It works really I good mean, for them. You have the prisoner thing as well before the guitar solo is the. I mean, that's all it is. Coming in with that tapping thing yeah. Yeah. on top of it, and a uh, mm. strong way to do it, and you don't have to overcomplicate things, I guess, no. when you do this. If I would write these kind of riffs or parts, maybe instead of daga daga da, I would go like da da a da. You know, something like that. Possibly, but then we're going a bit more Motown again, or trying to yep. get it a bit groovy, yep, and yep, that's yep, yep. maybe not what it's about. I don't know. It's not. It's not like Steve's own sense of rhythm we addressed before. Yeah, it's an important part with Maiden drumming. His own sense of rhythm is not entirely groove based. I wouldn't say. No, I think it's something else. I mean, he comes a lot out of the school of you know old Genesis and stuff like that when it comes to his bass playing and. Yeah. 
that's not necessarily groovy music. It's atmospheric and it's epic and stuff, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, Lie on the family stone, you know. We talked about <laughs> Lars before. Yeah. Uh, Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Bombastic drumming. Mm. Not really groovy. Not really intricate. Mm-hmm. Bombastic, you know, like. Mr. Bombastic. The creeping death. Daga, daga, da. Daga, daga, da. That's close to the Steve Harris. And I'm sure that comes. Football. Yeah. Kind of yeah. And I'm sure that comes a lot from, I mean, him being very influenced by the first Iron Maiden albums as well. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there's stuff because. Uh, I didn't really think about this until I started listening to the first album in particular and thinking about what is Clive playing. And it's more like, it feels to me that, I mean, he had just a few weeks to learn the songs and record it. So it's, it's amazing that he managed to do so much with it. And then he's, it, a lot of songs are, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to say it, but it, they're very, you know, it's just the basic beat is just... You have Prowler there, but then he has his fierce higher thing going on, which I can't really duplicate now. But yeah, it's um, is he doing it with uh, double strokes? No, he's no, he's he's doing it with jazz hands. I was going <laughs> to say, but, yeah, but he's he's just got a very good spirit fingers. Yeah, finger I would thing. say yeah. Clive had very good jazz hands. He yeah. had an extremely fast right hand yeah. on the hi hat. Yeah. yeah, and also low dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah like mm. again, I, I've repeated this, and I will again as a studio engineer. With mm. a rock drummer or heavy metal drummer, yeah. don't hit those cymbals so hard. Mm. No. Just don't. Mm. It's gonna be really hard for me to to make that make sense of that afterwards. Yeah. And uh, Clive, good example of that. You know, the sound of his drums, especially on the first album, mm. it's kind of unproduced. Yeah, but very unproduced. Like good microphones, mm. decent room. Yeah, um, probably had a drum tech tuning it. Yeah, because the tuning is is, is good. Mm. Mm. But it's also no frills in a sense. Like it's just mm. his playing and uh, you know. I've said that time and time again too. Mm. As a sound engineer live, you, the band has to mix themselves. You know, you can't mm. take a completely uneven band, dynamically speaking, and just turn magic knobs. Maybe mm. in a super big venue with all that headroom, mm. but like when I worked in smaller venues, you can't. The band no. has to mix themselves, mm. and that's I think clearly the case with Clive's playing. Yeah, yeah. and it's also very obvious that he's. I'm not going to say he's playing it safe on the album, but he's playing quite basic in a way that, I mean... Rudimentary. Rudimentary. And when it comes to them playing the songs live on the tour after the album, he's getting a lot more elaborate on places. So it, I think it's I think it's down to the fact that there wasn't much time to learn the yeah. album before... Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. What a young guy, too, at that time, you know. Yeah. I, I'm amazed by his musicality. Mm. You know, it's hard to pick. I've, I've you know, I, I refrain from picking a favorite drummer out of those two. Mm. What do you think, Emil? Clive or Nico? Oh, that's an extremely difficult question because I think both of them had so much to give on the... Both of the early albums, speaking of Clive, and also on the latter albums by Nico, but... When it comes to the music, both of them were essential in giving the Iron Maiden sound. So for me, it's yeah. extremely difficult to pick either or. Yeah. And Steve must be, you know, he must realize that he's fortunate. Yeah. Having played with those two guys. Yeah. Mm. Because again, his eccentric nature and all that, it wouldn't jive with anyone. Mm. You know, he, he, he was a lucky fellow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, finding he was a lucky bugger. A lucky mm. bugger. And I think that's part of the thing that made made Maiden skyrocket as well, because they got a yeah. lot more solid playing th- along yeah. the way. Yeah. Clive Burr is extremely popular in the um, extreme music scene as well, like in the death metal and black metal 
community. And I can see why. Yeah, he's very popular there. Maybe his like muscular or regimental approach um, to metal rhythms. You know that he's not. He's kind of a, a little bit filthy animal. A little bit of that, mm. but also a different flair mm. as well. You know, I'm a big fan of. Uh, Uh, Phil Taylor as well. Mm. Uh, I like that driving force. You know, just drives forward almost clickwise, mm. but but free. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost as tight as it could have been a click, mm-hmm. but you don't have the restraints of a click track. I mean, uh, I also wanted to ask that. Uh, you guys know, um, you know, Emil, uh, how much click tracks have been used in the studio context of Maiden? Can you hear that? Uh, I'm not sure if there has ever been any click track in. Made in recordings because I heard it about Seven Sun, and then I played uh, "Can I Play with Madness" to Henrik, and he said that must have been a bobbly click. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe like parts of it, you know, like maybe. the delay part in Seven Sun. Maybe, maybe that was for some up. some passages of songs, but I don't think they've used clicks. I mean, they've rather recorded them in in sections. Yeah, yeah. Rather. And you can tell if you cover Maiden, and if you do it by grid. Yeah, it's mm. not going to sound like Maiden. No. Not really. No. No. Yeah, that's not their sound. You know, and that's what puts them apart of a lot of those um, Scandinavian uh, melodic death metal bands or whatnot. They have the Iron Maiden sound, but they stick to a click. Yeah, mm. and you lose a lot of vibe doing that. Yeah, but I mean, for me as a producer and player, I love clicks and I love the lack of click. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of hard to. I mean, it's a flavor to nowadays because you can choose yeah. to have something and edit it to a click yeah. and. That's the sound you want to get and stuff, or you can just go on and play with it. And a lot of people are going to think you're stupid not to use a click nowadays. But yeah. I mean, it's it, at the end of the day, it's got to be a matter of what do you want to, uh, yeah, what's the word uh, to portray? Portray, yeah, uh, with the music, yeah, mm. convey, portray, convey, uh, convey uh, was the word mm, I was looking for. Yeah, uh, and for me, uh, I like to have the click myself too. Mm. If the drummer has a click, and play together with the drummer, play mm. rhythm guitar. And play the whole song together, because then you have these little nuances, these little errors mm. in between you and the click and the drums, mm. and you kind of glue it all together. Mm. Like when I play bass in bands, I always try to just make a bridge in between the drums and and the guitar. More traditional bass playing than Steve, mm. who's basically diddling and doodling and yeah, melodizing. He's, he's playing melodies yeah. on bass. Yep. In, yep. in some instances. Like Drifter yeah. a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Mm. Do, 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 do. But it's, it's also rather interesting when it comes to what what is the drummer going to play. I mean, I think it's always been interesting with a song like Number of the Beast. I mean, when you do the intro thing with the thing, I mean, or the crash rather. Depending on what version you do, depending on what what version you're doing and it's not really set to a meter i mean that's it that's got to be something they have rehearsed Mm -hmm. we're going to do it like this and it's loosely and then you get into the track and just start playing it so much of maiden is that Uh, there's this guy on youtube now this um cantor english oh a a church organist yeah yeah this church organist yeah he's analyzing a few of the maiden songs Mm -hmm. and all the tempo shifts and uh, you know how they just uh jump yeah like there's no transition to it and uh, writing metal you have to do that sometimes mm. like uh, if you make a transition for everything it may sound like a bit on the nose mm. uh, like you might have actually have to change on a dime black sabbath very good at this uh, in iron man for example when they go from 
If you did that more fluently, yeah, it wouldn't be cool. No, the cool thing is switching on that dime. And when you do when Maiden is doing this, obviously there's no theory in it. It's not like okay, we switch from 182 to 160 or the reverse. You know, it's just like we go from. Da 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 to da 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 or whatnot, you know. So it's free, it's live folk music, yeah, type thing. I mean, I'm just, I just thought about when when you have example, for example, the loneliness or the long distance runner thing, where the intro is is the very, I don't know, it's just the. No, it's the snare, isn't it? Thing, and then it breaks into a totally different tempo. Yep. which is just bang, and it, I mean it's an on beat too, right? It's on beat, yeah. yeah. So I guess, it, and I mean, I, I think I read it's supposed to be the start, you know, the starter of the of the running or whatever. yeah, your pulse or whatnot, you know. Yeah. Like so <laughs> it works. It works in a figurative <laughs> way. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were yeah. doing a thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, when you get to the verse, I mean, it goes to the verse immediately, which is. Top of the track with the wind and the wind. Yeah, little, little, yeah. It's a totally different tempo. So. Weird song. Weird it's song. Very weird song. Weird, weird, weirdest one on on that album, probably. By far, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, looking forward to that in a way. You know, uh, who's uh, going to be on that one, Eric? Who's going to be on that song? Yeah, that's a while away. So I haven't thought that. Before. It would be cool. Hussein Bolt. That'd Wait, be cool. Is he is he alive? Oh shit! I don't know now. <laughs> that's probably not the biggest problem here. Well, that probably is his problem. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I mean, if you want Hussein Bolt, I might have disappointed. Mm. I can get someone else. Yeah. yeah, who's a uh, runner? I mean, I can probably find someone who's who's at some point run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or ran. Maiden is a good runners band, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, yeah. yeah. Bruce walks very quickly. He, he's very fast walker. I heard that he he's walks. a very fast yeah. walker. Yeah, I heard that mm. too. Yeah, maybe I, to get away from the fanboys. Yeah, possibly. I saw this video the other day from a festival. Someone is chasing him. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I fucking love you. We met tw- 20 years ago. Yeah. Was that Mullet You never man. called back. Mullet man. Mullet man. Mullet Sign man. me breast. <laughs> Sign me breast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I wish I had those problems. Yeah. Luxury problems. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of somewhere in time, that's where we have a very clear instance of uh, odd time signature in the Seven Sun World, Seven Sun. No. Alexander. In, in Alexander the Great. Can you play it? In, uh, I think so. Uh, in the middle bit that breaks down into Adrian's solo, which is the... Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. I, I didn't understand what was going on when I was It's a seven ten. beat, is it? It's a seven uh, beat, yeah. One, two, three, four, but, five, um, six, seven, yeah. one. But then you get to Adrian's playing, which is something... He's not playing in seven. He's playing something totally different on it. That's probably why it was hard to do live. Yeah. We discussed I, before. Yeah. But I think they could today. Like the, I'm they, sure they're they bulletproof today in terms of nailing shit. They just need to Besi- learn besides Sign of the Cross. Besides Sign of the Cross, yeah. <laughs> but again, that could have been that the was just cool. Could have been a kick drum thing. So yeah, that yeah. was just cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to play drums. Toughest instrument in a rock band, I think. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always you always have to play correctly. I mean, you can't fuck it up because then yeah. everyone yeah. else is. Yeah, I always said as a guitarist, you can just do a pick slide. Yeah, and wherever you are, you'll be coming in back awesomely. Mm. How would you do that as a drummer? I don't know. know. I don't know. It's, uh, Look sternly at the bass player. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but who keeps the who keeps the meter in Iron Maiden? Is it Nico? 
got to be Nico. I think he actually be, has like, some traditional yeah. enough for that. Yeah. I mean, talking about Metallica again, James keeps the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. he keeps the beat. Lars follows it. Yeah, with but his bombastic hits. L- lately, I have. I mean, and I say lately, I think it's like past fifteen years. I believe that Nico has actually had some kind of metronome that he gets the the counting from that he can sort of set the tempo and then mm-hmm. state it out. Mm-hmm. And he's been very good at it because I felt some songs were really slow yeah. rather than too fast. Mm. Yeah, he talked about that prior to Legacy mm. about Sign of the Cross. That it couldn't shouldn't be too fast. No. Because then the the maiden part part yeah. that mm. comes in mm. is is uh, rushed. Yeah. If he's too fast on the prior part. So he really tried to pull it down for Legacy and I think one of his best drum takes that one. Mm. This is like the best part of that live album is Nico's drums. Mm. Yeah. Especially on Sign of the Cross. Mm-hmm. But mm. on most of the songs, I mean, I listen to that album for drums alone. Mm. Uh, I don't listen too much to that album. But <laughs> 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 Do you, Eric? Have the, you kept playing it? The live album? Yeah, uh, oh, Nights yeah, of the Dead. Yeah, 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 I do it every now and again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I, I still enjoy it. I mean, there's stuff, you know, it's, it's not the, is it the best one? No, but I still enjoy it. I mean, they, their gig in Stockholm, save for Sign of the Cross, was better. Yeah. Especially and, Bruce. And, and also, but yeah, but also, like, there's tons of stuff they did before and after that same, during, during that same leg of the tour. That, that's a lot better than that. They, yeah. they picked weird gigs to do, to, to, to uh, record or to release. Uh, but uh, they, they, you know, that, that sometimes has been the case, I guess. But. Yeah, I'm wondering if Steve is even listening to Bruce when he's picking these. It's a very good question. Because this is Bruce not at his best. No. No, it's just... What do you think, Emil? Good. Have you heard Knights of the Dead? Well, I haven't really listened to that album. I don't think so. So... All right. Yeah. You might have, may have heard like a minute or so. Maybe. Good I mean, drums. It's worth yeah. checking out. It, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. There's, there's, there's things on there that's not great, but that's the case of anything. But I think, yeah. I think there's, a, there's some stuff on there. It's pretty Overall cool. mix is not killer, but it relies no. on this very, very good drum mix. Goddamn Kevin Shirley as he established. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> the crowd, that's a part of his own. We already discussed that, but uh, yeah. uh, good drum mix on that one. Yeah. Like, uh, as a drummer or drum enthusiast as yeah. I am, mm-hmm. it's a good live album. I should check it out. Yeah. Definitely should. Yeah. yeah I think it, the th- songs I've heard, I think this sounds, I think it sounds good. I mean, the drums sounds good. I think I like the guitars as well. I mean, the audience sound is just plain weird. I, really I, weird. I don't know where we're going to go yeah. with that. But, mm. but uh, and then the vocal, it it's, can't be the best of the tour for no, sure probably mm. among the worst yeah it's really yeah. weird so from that to another drum part let's do another mm. drum part yeah, yeah. Oh. I have a I have a request a bit, an, a bit of an odd one okay I would like to hear the intro to the apparition <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for this yeah yeah Thank you very much. That was <laughs> Wait, did you, rec- did you record that? I recorded it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the drums as well? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Quest for Fire also well, recorded. Can, 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 can you do that again? I'm not sure if I remember it. All right. Well, I, it's uh, a <laughs> pang. Mm. Loud noises hitting yeah. things. Blam. Mm. That's a hell of an intro. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. We, I think we should have one more example before we wrap up this discussion. You, you didn't feel that counted? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No. What could we have, you know? Pull something out. Nineties. How about uh? Well, how about be quicker? Be dead. Yeah. No, I'm not. Th- I'm thinking about something else now. All right. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just going to try to visualize it in my head so that I play it properly. Are we rolling? Yeah. Mm. Just like Limbiscuit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mm. 
playing it very sloppily. What could it be? Clairvoyant? Nope. Uh, only the good Ayang? No? Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm lost. I call that beat the Nico punishes the hi-hat beat. Like, yeah. He likes yeah. to be on that one. Mm-hmm. Emil, do you have a guess? No, I'm uh, at lost. We're 90s. 90s? 90s, okay. Just about. Just about. What the hell? No prayer? It's on that album. Running silent? I can play into the chorus. Assassin? There you the go. Assassin. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's one of the original Nico punishes the hi-hat beats. Yeah. He likes to be on that one. Yeah. Assassin. And I think that's a very interesting... He's not using it a lot. I mean, it's clairvoyant, it's assassin, and it's a, it's a, one of the later songs as well. has that kind of... I, I, I got to say that the, hearing it this way makes it more interesting than it does with, with the rest <laughs> yeah. of the bits added onto it. I gotta tell you. Yeah, that's like uh, Assassin. I feel bad for Assassin because that's our standard example of the song that is on the top 50 list, but uh, it, it's not going to stay. Not, it's yeah. not staying. <laughs> it's, it's not going to stay. We know it already. Not even for the drums? <laughs> uh, we know it already. Uh, cool verse riff and all. We talked about it before. Well, so, the yeah. Assassin better watch out because it's not staying. Better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> okay, we had tons of cool drum examples now. We could have like um, a general discussion to try and wrap things together yeah. in terms of maiden and drums. Wow, like, mm-hmm. what's important? What, what, we all know, we all agreed that Clive is doing it, Nico is doing it. But what is important about what they're doing? I would say a passion for the music, a passion for mm-hmm. making things sound interesting and uh, I don't know relevant to the music in general kind of like the cliche playing for the song yeah exactly yeah, that way yeah. it's interesting because i was thinking just um they, they both have very distinct sounds i'm not sure exactly what it is but i know that i imagine like let's say for some reason nico were to be sick or something they brought someone else in i don't think it would sound as good metallica had the same thing a few years ago uh, Lars uh, was uh, was sick or something or other, and they had to bring the guy from Slipknot in. Yep. And they also did even one of Dave Lombardo, I think. Dave Lombardo, yeah. Joey Jordison, and uh, yeah. drum tech of Metallica. Yeah, it didn't yeah. sound as good. It didn't no, sound. I, as good. I, I mean, it's really like it, probably uh, sounded, it sounded like a, a a very common, you know, like probably even you know because Dave Lombardo is a slightly better drummer. Yeah, like uh, my metal friends were like, "Oh, finally, battery is tight." But to me, no, it it's not it's really that. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about feeling the song. Yeah. And I mean, there, Lars is a great example. Like yeah. being a non-technical drummer, we could all agree on that. Mm. That's an obvious fact. Yeah. But he has the song in his head. He's playing. Yeah. He's not playing drums for the sake of playing drums. Mm. He's playing drums for the song. And I'd say Nico does the same thing. A lot of Definitely yeah. Clive, uh, Nico as well. Yeah. But Nico maybe with more of a um, artistic flair to it. More or, flair is the word. Yeah, I think. Flair. Yeah. Flair is a very good word. Mm. Yeah, kind of Frenchy, you know. He's very expressionistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, paintings. So a certain je ne sais quoi, as they say, which, <laughs> which I don't know what it means. But I think that also because I know that he was in a French band. Yeah, trust. If you listen to uh, Gojira, for example, yeah. that's also French groove yeah, to it. You know? French yeah. metal. And French groove for me is a bit of that uh, big band groove. Yeah. The swing, 
the kind of shuffle instead of the German groove, which would be... What are they doing right? Nico and Clive, they rule at this. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm thinking about songs where we have actually heard them both play the songs and how and how different how do they do it differently it's uh off the top of my head i can think of killers and i'm not sure i'm going to be able to execute it but maybe you can because because the the clive way of playing it i mean it it, it it's basically it's a steve gallop thing and i mean clive's way of playing it is not to do i mean nico would play something if i get this right you know Something like that. Whilst Clive chooses to play. I mean, it's a lot more, I don't know, busy in a way. Yeah, or yeah. That sounded very Clive too. Yeah. Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. What would you say, Emil, about that uh, particular beat there? Why did it sound so Clive to me? I don't know. I think Clive was more of a punky drummer in a way because he had very quick hands which he usually played on the hi-hat like and that was typical of Clive he was a very precise drummer but at the same time he had very much uh, the attitude of punk which was typical for the two first Iron Maiden albums yeah Mm. yeah definitely energy Energy, yeah. 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 Energy and um, lots of willpower. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe less technical than Nico or <sighs> I, I, some I'm, say more. I, I'd uh. say more. I mean, he's definitely got a lot more of a hand technique going on yeah. than Nico. But uh, I'm not sure if it's a fair comparison, really, because Nico has a lot more of his flair. You know, he's all over the place playing yeah. whilst yeah. Uh, Clive is, is playing, you know, uh, staying on the snare for a eight-note so and Nick would yeah. do, you know. I have another, another question for our resident drummers here. If you were to step in, play an Iron Maiden show, what would you be your biggest worries? Oh shit! Everything. Uh, <laughs> my main concern. <laughs> the set list. Uh, yeah, the set list. <laughs> That's the first one. Uh, if I if I really got my shit together and really have uh, a knowledge about what songs they're playing, apart from that. My biggest worry would be like um, uh, the mixing, the audio, the the, uh-huh. the, the monitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, apart from that, I don't know. Maybe I I, I would be kind of scared shitless to be up on that stage for that many people. Yeah, yeah, that's something I also I talked to these young the nervosity, th- young thrash fans. Yeah, and they were again slagging off on Lars. Yeah, mm. and I told them, being an older man, I told them like uh, Lars knows how to tackle a huge stage. Yeah, yeah, he does. Not all drummers do. No. Now I have a sort of a question that was sort of kind of related. All right, say say you for some reason had a chance to play one song with Maiden as a drummer. What song would you pick to do? Good question. It doesn't have to be something they've they've even ever done or something they do. Just whatever you want to do. Mm. That doesn't, like I said, the sky or whatever is the limit. The musically, I I would probably say "Hallowed Be Thy Name." Uh, right. That's also Nico's favorite song to play. Yeah, yeah. even though it's not. Well, I, it's I, not I, his. I, love, I love to play "Hallowed" because of <laughs> the audience. Right? Yeah, and mm. the, he talks about how the, when the solo part kicks in. Yeah, how he always loses any sense of. Uh, uh, being grounded, yeah, mm. takes off, yeah, into the air. You know, it's a, an effective song. Yeah, I would choose this song.
goes on for a bit. What's that? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. I don't know. Yeah. I would do it just to hear Iron Maiden play it. I would do it. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So, so that means it's not one of the ones they've done very. What is that? To tame a land. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The king of the land and the king of the sands of our mouth tomorrow. That was fun. Yeah. The Dongaba. Yeah. Wizards Hadarak. Born on Caladan. That's a hell of a song. That'd be cool. They did play live. Yep. Yeah. One tour. One tour. And they did well too, I think. Yeah. Sounded good. That's I've heard. They should they should do it again. Yeah. Maybe like uh twenty I don't know what year. Twenty uh twenty twenty three, because the year I turned forty. Yeah. Then maybe maybe they do a thing like that. Then they do the whole mm. album. That'd be fun. I, I I'd give I'd like that. Yeah, you can call them and 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 put forward that suggestion. Yeah, I will maybe. do this. Yeah. I had two requests. One was Killers. You did it. Yeah. Uh, also, Number of the Beast, uh, the five beat would be fun. At the end, uh, yeah. At the yeah. end, then yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's there's really mu- that much to it. I mean, are we rolling? Civil Blair. Yeah. And it's also the very basic Clive thing again. Yeah. If Nico's doing it, he's going to be a lot all over the symbols a lot more. Yeah. And I bet he's no, oh, he's not playing ride, is it? No. Not in the last verse section. No. Yeah. Was then Bruce sometimes gets lost there too. Yeah. yeah. With it's, the, it's happened, I have the fire. It's happened a mm. few times. I have the force. Mm. And then when he's putting in this, make Stockholm motherfucking burn and all yeah. that. You know, it's uh, but he gets lost. He gets lost sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a five beat. You know, yeah. it's an odd one. Yeah. And it's not really technical, is it? It's just uh, longer. Yeah, one just, beat longer. It's one beat longer. And he, yeah. I think he just gets lost when he puts the place name into the yeah. in, into the bit, really. <laughs> because yeah. when I compose five beat, I usually go for, uh, uh, what would that be? Uh, seven would be da 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 So five would be probably... And that's not at all yeah. number of the bees, no. which is more like one, mm. two, three, four, mm. five. One, two, mm. three, four, five. So again, not very theoretical, I guess. No, I think it's down to again, Steve is writing something. Yeah. He's not thinking in the grid we have. He's just playing the riff. Yeah. And the riff always reminded me of when the Saints go marching in. It is so when the Saints go marching in. I did the Instagram well back, yeah. Yeah. When the, when the beast goes marching in. All right, so yeah. there we are. This was fun. This was very fun. This is this, this was a different. Fun. This is a different one. I'd love to. You know, we can, yeah. yeah. My favorite instrument still, or park of instruments. It's just uh, wow to play this shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, it's just fun hearing it live. That's the same thing like I loved hearing uh, Christian play his. Uh, you know the solos. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and Eric on Mr. Eric here playing the bass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun to do this. And obviously, everyone listening to this show knows that we like to nerd in on this type, oh, of, yeah, this yeah. type of stuff a little bit. Yeah. You know, and like, uh, so far, I haven't received any complaints about it. You know, uh, about so. the lack of nerdiness or the too much no, nerdiness? About the severe uh, no, musical I, I, nerdiness. I, I, I think yeah, people yeah. are, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're going to you know, listen to a deep dive Iron Maiden pod, you're probably pretty prepared for, you know, it's going to get nerdy. It's gonna get nerdy. Yeah, yeah. So it was but it was fun. fun. Yeah. Really fun. Well, yeah. thank you for thank you for thank you for joining us. Thanks thank for you joining. For thanks thank for thank having for us. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to join again for a normal song episode later. Yeah, mm-hmm. just dissecting a song or two. Uh, I sometimes force Hendrik to do post millennia stuff as well. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'd be more game for that. You know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We've got some fun ones coming up. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, what else, uh, Henrik, the host of the party? How about you play us out or something fun? That'd be fun, yeah. Maybe not even Maiden. Just to play something fun, whatever you want to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're rolling, so, you know. Yeah, we're not, ghost of we're, not putting me in a, <laughs> we're not putting me in a spot here. Not at all. Take no. my heart and set it free. Well, there's, there's, there's a story behind that. I'll tell, I'll tell it very quickly here, because so, sure. this joke is going <laughs> to definitely happen again in this pod. So, uh, 2000, after the Ulevi gig, 2011, uh, the day after, I was at a bar in Göteborg with some friends, and there was a couple of uh, drunk individuals there. Um, who just wanted to talk to us and they were asking us we're going to go see Slayer who was playing the same day and we said no they later in the same conversation asked again if we were going to see Slayer we said no and then eventually asked about started talking about Iron Maiden and uh, he didn't really he wasn't really talking to me he was talking to my friend who was not familiar with Iron Maiden at all and in the middle of him just t- saying that he didn't really listen to them the guy interrupted him and sort of in this very kind of drunk kind of the kind of way you sing only if you've had like you know you're like five beers more than you should be and this is not how the song goes. He looked at him sort of in his face, had his fist going like, Ghost of Navigator. <laughs> that, that is not how the fucking song goes. <laughs> and then that Ghost is, of Navigator. And that sort of became a thing that we just, like, Ghost of Navigator. navigator. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Ghost of Navigator. Ghost of Navigator. Ghost of Navigator. I guess that that's an end of an episode. Yeah, mm. that's perfect. Probably a double parter, this one too. Yeah, a bit, long. Uh, on the long side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Long, yeah. Oh yeah, we should do a, a wrap up. Oh well, yeah, so yeah, we should this, wrap this up. Is, this has been the uh, the yeah. Yeah, hey, Eric, you and me, we have a, an Iron Maiden podcast. Yes, we do. Yeah, it's called Made <laughs> in ATC. Which we currently do. Yeah. <laughs> called Made in A to Z. This is uh, this podcast. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on uh, Instagram. Instagram. It's Made in AZ Pod uh, pretty much everywhere. Yep. We, we love to hear from you guys. Um, Old school emails, madeinazpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be on the show, just, uh, just drop us a line. We'll, we'll do it. Wherever you are, we'll uh, work. You know, we, we've, uh, we're we trying to do all the continents. Yeah, we are. So if you're from Antarctica, that'd be great. We're working on if Antarctica. You're not, if you're not, that probably does makes a lot of sense as well that's fine imagine the seventh sun episode with antarctica that would be cool that'd be cool so that'd be great so icy if, winds so if you're planning going there sometime in how long will that be uh a year a year in a year if you're going to be there yeah. that'd be great if not still still get in touch yeah so up the irons yes up the irons can we get a drum roll or drum like a badum tsh and it's called from the north that's good thank you we've been great we've been great Så nu är det över på så här tråkiga grejer liksom. Mm. Dämpa strängar och sånt. Mm. Det är så jävla trist. Jävla men det är trist. väldigt viktigt. Mm. Liksom, särskilt om man håller på med lite så grejer. Så. Ja. Men jag har ju alltid varit mer riff-orienterad. Ja. Så jag tycker inte att man ens behöver gitarrsolos egentligen. Mm. Men jag älskar dem i Maiden. Mm. Maiden behöver gitarrsolos. Ja. Det är fan bästa gitarrsolobandet tror jag. I, I alla fall i metal. Mm. Så här, och den jazz och sånt jag lyssnar på. Då, är det, då väntar jag på trumpet. Mm. Liksom. Det är det som jag lyssnar på Miles Davis vill jag bara ha mer trumpet eller ja. <laughs> ja. mer trumpet ta fram den här tutan mm. den var cool <laughs>